You are listening to the Women of the Military podcast, where we share the stories of female service members and how the military touched their lives. I'm your host, military veteran, military spouse, and mom, Amanda Huffman. My goal is to find the heart of the story and uncover issues women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and be inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. Welcome to episode 54 of the Women of the Military podcast. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the goals I set for the podcast at the beginning of the year and to talk about how far I've come with the podcast and how much Women of the Military outdid my expectations by a long shot. And so I just wanted to share publicly what goals I had for the podcast, if I met them, and what I'm working on for next year. These were the top five goals I had for the podcast that I set in January. Some of them I shared publicly with the Veteran-Owned Collective, but most of them I was too afraid to share. So let's get started. So I had the idea for the podcast in the summer of 2018. And I decided that I would start by collecting stories and interviewing people and getting a little bit ahead. And it was a really good idea to practice by interviewing people, learning how to edit, learning how to upload, and do all the things behind the scenes. And so from October to December, I worked on collecting stories and I started editing them. And in December, our basement flooded. And so I had planned to launch the podcast the first week of January, but with our basement flooding and having everything upstairs and having a lot of time that I was planning to spend working on the podcast taken away from me and knowing that no one care if I moved it back a few weeks, I decided to push back the date of the launch of the podcast. And when the basement flooded, I hadn't really announced when I was going to launch the podcast, but I had said January. So I moved it from the first week of January to the end of January to give myself some more time to adjust having uh, construction workers in my house on a regular basis made it hard to record more episodes and it also just made it challenging because I had less time to do work. My first goal in January was to launch the podcast because there was a lot of fear in doing something new and not just putting it out there and hoping that it would be okay I was really afraid that I wouldn't be able to collect enough stories and I wouldn't be able to share the stories the way that I wanted to. And I was also a little overwhelmed by all the technology changes between blogging and podcasting. So that was just my first goal to figure out what company to host with, what products I needed, how to edit, how to upload, how to do all the things behind the scenes and how to get women to come onto the show and be guests. I started the podcast. The first episode was on January 22nd. It was a 15 minute trailer. It's the most popular listen to, I guess, episode. It's only 15 minutes and it gives you a good overview of why I decided to start the podcast and who I'm hoping to reach. And so that podcast episode was the 
beginning and I started by doing bi-weekly episodes mainly because I'm crazy. I don't know how I did it. For two months I was doing twice a week episodes and when that started to get overwhelming I went to single episodes once per week which is what I've been doing for every week since March when I went from two a week to one a week. In total I had 53 episodes for season one. This is bonus episode number one episode 54 and then next week I'll be giving a rundown of the top five most downloaded episodes not counting the trailer because I feel like the trailer isn't a full episode so I didn't include it in my top five and that's what I have done for 2019 so 55 episodes total 53 of those were part of season one and then next year we'll have season two which will start the first week of January. So my second goal was to share 52 stories of women. My idea for 52 was one a week because originally I had thought that I would do the podcast starting the first week of January and I was already kind of planning on doing a couple weeks of two episodes per week and so it felt doable to do 52 stories in 52 weeks which is what a year is and somewhere in the middle of the year I decided that I was going to launch my Women of the Military book and through the book and the podcast I was able to share 72 stories of women. 28 stories are in the book. 44 stories are on the podcast. There's actually more than 44 on the podcast but some of those are also in the book so I only counted them once. So that makes a total of 72 stories in total. And so I was able to reach those two goals. And those were my two public goals because they were in my control and I could easily check them off. So I could launch the podcast and I had that as a goal and I had that accountability by sharing that with people so they would know that that's what I was working on. And then the 52 stories was up to me to get my butt in gear and do all the work. And I was really terrified because I had a lot of work went into getting the 28 stories into the book and a lot of back and forth and I was afraid that I would have a hard time finding women who wanted to share their stories. So it was kind of a stretch goal at the time because I didn't know how I was going to be able to do it but I also really wanted that to be a goal that I would meet and I'm excited to say that not only did I meet 52 but I surpassed it by 20 stories so that's really exciting. So the third goal I set for the Women of the Military podcast was to have a wide variety of stories. I served in the Air Force for six years as a civil engineer and I wanted to include all five branches of the military, the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the Marines, and the Coast Guard. And I also wanted to have officers and enlisted, active duty, reserves, and National Guard. By the 18th podcast episode, I had hit all five branches, and in the end, I ended up with stories from all the branches, three Coast Guard stories, two Marine Corps, 18 Air Force, one International Army, 19 Army, and four Navy 
and I didn't get the numbers, but maybe I should go back and look. But I didn't get the numbers of how many were active duty, how many were reserves, how many were National Guard. But I've learned so much about the differences between being on active duty, switching to National Guard, or switching to reserves, or just starting out with the reserves and being activated to deploy and serving on active duty, that I know that I've covered all three aspects of military life. And I think that I did a really good job. I didn't really do anything. I just was able to get a variety of women to share their stories. And it's been really cool for me to learn about their experiences and to be able to share them with you. So hopefully that you can learn about their stories and about the different ways you can serve in the military. My fourth goal for the podcast was to have a general officer in the first season. I felt like this was an unattainable goal because I had done a number of interviews with women and I had never met a general officer through all the stories that I had collected. I had met a lot of officers and a lot of enlisted members and I had a pretty good variety of a bunch of different branches and I didn't get any Coast Guard until this year, but I felt like getting a general officer would be something that would be really cool and also something that people wouldn't expect. I should have probably been more proactive in making this goal happen, but I think at the time I still felt like this was something that I wasn't, I don't know if it was qualified or I didn't feel like they would say yes. But for whatever the reason was, I didn't pitch any general officers and I didn't reach out to any until, and technically I didn't get a general officer, but the Secretary of the Air Force is an SES, which is the equivalent of a general officer. So I feel like I did a great job and I checked the box. But the story behind having Secretary James on the Women of the Military podcast, and her episode is episode 40 if you haven't had a chance to listen to it. But she reached out to me on LinkedIn because someone tagged me in a post of being a author of about women veterans or a book that a woman veteran should read. And Secretary James was also tagged in that post. And in that post, I mentioned my podcast. And then she reached out to me and told me she would love to be a guest on my podcast. And even though she reached out to me and gave me her email address and told me to contact her, I still felt intimidated and was pretty sure it wasn't going to happen. I was trying not to get my hopes up, but I sent her an email. We set up the interview. Everything went well and I was able to get it edited and then I had it on the podcast like I said episode 40 and it's been really cool to have the credibility of being able to say that I had a former secretary of the air force on the women of the military podcast even though it's not one of the top five listened to episodes it still gives me a lot of credibility when I talk to people about what I'm doing for the podcast and I'm really thankful that she took the time to come on the podcast and share her story and if you haven't had a chance to read her book which was how I got connected with her initially you should check it out it's aim high chart your course and find success and I'll put a link to the book in the show notes if you're interested in checking out her book and we talked a little bit about her book in the episode that I recorded with her so you can learn a little bit more about why she wrote it and what she was planning to do but I had a chance to read it after going to her book signing at the Women in Service Memorial and I really enjoyed the practical stories that she gave and just the way that she led 
led the Air Force and throughout her career and the lessons learned. And it's just a really good book to teach you about how to be a good leader, how to care for people, and how to take care of those people. I should have said, I also, in this goal number four category of people who I wanted to have on the podcast, the other person that I wanted to have on the podcast was a World War II veteran. And I also wanted a Vietnam veteran. And if if you listen to episode five, Janet Appling. So Janet Appling, she served in the army during Vietnam War and she was able to share her experience of what it was like to be a woman in the military during the Vietnam era. And I also was able to interview, I didn't interview a World War II veteran, but I did connect with Erin Miller, whose grandmother served in World War II as a WASP, which is the Women Air Force Service Pilots. And I truthfully didn't know anything about the WASP. I didn't really know any history about World War II women. I just knew that women had served in the military, but I didn't know to the extent of what they had done. And I definitely didn't know that there were women serving as pilots in the army to enable that more men could fly overseas. I also didn't know the struggle that they went through to be considered military members. While they were serving in the army, they went on active duty. Well, they didn't go on active duty, but they were activated as civilians and were trained with the promise that they would be officers in the army. But because Congress and how thing went and the way people were lobbying against them, they ended up not getting to serve in the military. And then at the end of their service, they were told to go home and just continue on with their lives, which they did until the 70s when the service academies were forced to have women as part of the military academies people started talking about having the first women pilots and they were like we were women pilots and people don't know our story so they went and they lobbied on capitol hill and were able to get veteran status after so in the 70s so 30 ish years after serving in the military and You might think that's the end of the story, but when Elaine died and her family asked Arlington to have her unearned so that she could be part of history at Arlington and share her story by being buried there and people knowing about the loss. Arlington said no because of the way the law was written. She was only a veteran with the veteran of affairs and not with the veteran of the army. And so there was a difference and they had to, her family had to go and advocate on Capitol Hill to get the law changed. And so I read Aaron Miller's book, which is called Final Flight, Final Fight. And it's a story of all the things that I just talked about now and more. And then you can also listen to episode 49, which is Aaron's episode where I interviewed her talking about her experience of advocating on Capitol Capitol Hill and just talking a little bit more about her grandmother and what she's doing for the WASP today. So those were a few of the things that I wanted to do. I didn't really have a lot of set goals on stories that I wanted to hit, but I did know 
that I wanted to capture stories from World War II and Vietnam and from present day and everywhere in between. And so I feel like it's been really cool to hear the stories, not only of post 9-11 vets, which is what I think a lot of people in the media here today is people who have deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan after September 11th, 2001. But I also wanted to go back in history and hear more stories of what women have gone through and the struggles that they have had to overcome. And it wasn't a goal, but I am glad that I was able to create a safe place for women to share their stories of being either sexually assaulted or raped. And so I was able to share Jenny's story in episode 18 about being assaulted and what happened afterward and how she wasn't supported by her leadership and just the challenges that she faced. And then I also shared Lindsay's story in episode 26 and she was raped while serving in the Navy. And when she went to her supervisor, she said, well, you let him in. What did you expect was going to happen? And then she stuffed it down and then it really messed up a lot of parts of her life and she was finally able to deal with it later on as she was getting out of getting off active duty and going into, I can't remember if it was the reserves or the National Guard. So I think those stories were really important to share and I'm really proud and honored that they felt like it was a safe enough place that they could share those stories and be able to be vulnerable and share their experiences. And my last goal for the podcast that I didn't tell anyone, but when I launched the podcast, the big number that I saw as being successful was hitting 10,000 downloads. I hope that would happen within the first year of the podcast being live, but I didn't expect it to happen. I would have been happy. I don't know how to say, but I was unsure how the response would be to the podcast and I didn't know how many people would listen and if it would grow. And when I first launched the podcast, I was getting about 50 downloads a week, which 50 times 52 is is 2,600 downloads. Getting 50 downloads a week approximately and thinking that I could get 10,000 by the end of the year didn't really seem practical, but that was what I was hoping for. I get approximately two to 400 downloads each week and the realization about three or four months ago when I realized that if I continued to get about 300 downloads a week, I would hit 10,000 just barely by the end of 2019 kind of blew me away because as of right now, I already have over 9,000 downloads and I'm not really sure where I'll be at by the end of the year because each day I get a little closer to 10,000 and I'm just really excited to see where the podcast goes and how much it will grow next year and I can't believe how far I've come, and how many stories I've gotten to share. I love what I get to do. I love that I get to share the stories of military women, and I love that people are responding in the way that I am, that they're excited about what is to come. They're excited about the stories. They're excited to share their stories on the podcast, and they're just so supportive of the work that I'm doing. And so this year has been really exciting. If you don't follow me on social media and maybe you're just listening to this podcast episode. I had a chance to be on Fox 
business news in November and be a veteran business that was featured. And that was really exciting. I got to speak at Podcast Movement on a panel, and I've had so many doors open and so many opportunities to connect and collaborate with other people, and it has been amazing. And with the launch of my book, I've been able to bring in a passive income that's been really helpful for funding all the stuff that I do for my business, and it's just been a great opportunity to just find who I was. I'm not the same person I was at the beginning of 2019 because so much has happened, so much change has happened, and there's been so much growth over the past year. And it's not going to stop. If you don't know, I've already recorded a bunch of episodes for season two, and I'm really excited to share the stories that I've collected. If you keep listening, at some point next year, you'll hear me cry because <laughs> one of the stories that I recorded is so moving and it still gives me chills and I thought I could hold it together when she was talking but I couldn't. It was just so good. And my goal of speaking to a general for season two has already been taken care of because I interviewed a two-star, retired two-star, and that interview will be coming up in season two as well. I have more stories from women who are willing to share their experience, and I've learned so much this past year, and I have so much more to learn and so many more stories to share, and I'm really excited about what what is to come and where I'm going. And if you're still listening, then you might be an avid listener to Women of the Military podcast. And I'm excited to say that I am launching Patreon which is a platform so that you can support me financially with my podcast mission. And I'm working to hire team members to help grow Women of the Military podcast. And I can't pay them unless I have income coming in. And I do have sponsorships opportunities for businesses that if you're a business and you'd like to be a podcast sponsor and buy some ad space, those are open to you. But for as little as a dollar a month, you can be a Patreon sponsor, which will allow me to reach more women, share more stories, and continue to do the work that I do so that we can change the world by sharing what women have done and what women are continuing to do for the military and for our country and since I have international for the world. Thank you everyone for listening and I hope that you have a great Christmas week because that's when this episode is going live. It should be Christmas Eve or maybe it's Christmas Day and you're listening. But I hope everyone has a great end of the year and thank you so much for the support and listening to the podcast. And I will include the link to the Patreon account in the show notes. So if you want to look at the various levels to support Women of the Military podcast, you can check it out. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me a message on any of the social media platforms that you are connected with me on. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter, and I'll be sure to get back to you. And you can also go to my website, www.airmentmom.com, to keep up with all the latest episodes and blog posts and various opportunities happening. I shared my five goals for 2019, but I thought I should also share my top five goals for 2020 just so you guys can hold me accountable. 
and know where I'm going and what I'm focusing on. So they're not going to be as detailed because obviously I don't know what happened yet in 2020. And who knows how much they'll change as the year progresses. But this is what my starting point for 2020 is. So my first goal is to have 52 episodes plus a minimum of four bonus episodes on Patreon, just for Patreon members. They'll be more resource-focused and extra information to help you, uh, depending on what members join and what they're looking for. But I will continue doing all the interviews on the regular weekly show, and we'll save the bonus episodes based on what the Patreon members want. The second goal is to launch Patreon, which I actually did last week, and I was surprised. I don't know what I expected, but I actually already have two sponsors on Patreon, which I'm really excited about. Ginger Miller of Women Veteran Interactive and Kevin Barba from The Unwavering, which is a podcast that that I was interviewed on. You can actually check out the episode where I was interviewed earlier this month. The episode on The Unwavering is Women Paving the Way for Our Military, and it's, it was released on December 12th, 2019, and I'll link to it in the show notes so that you can find it. Both Ginger and Kevin have already signed up and really energized me and excited me towards reaching my goal, which is to have a regular income from Patreon of $500. So I'm on my way and farther ahead than I was than if I hadn't launched. So I'm really excited about that opportunity and I'm really appreciative and thankful that people are already starting to jump on board to be Patreon members and to support what we're doing for women of the military. And my third goal is to continue to have a wide variety of guests. I mentioned earlier in the show that I've already interviewed a two-star retired major general in the Army, and I want to continue to share a variety of ranks, a variety of experiences, good, bad, somewhere in the middle, but all types of experience, active duty, reservists, National Guard, and all five branches and just continuing to share more and more stories so people can get a wider perspective of what we've done for the military and for our country. And I'd love to have more international guests because I think it would be interesting to hear what experiences we can connect with even outside of the United States. My fourth goal, my goal for 2019, as I said, was to hit 10,000 downloads, and my goal for the end of 2020 is to be at at least 25,000 downloads. So the way that will happen is to share this podcast with people that you know and to continue to listen will help us make that happen. And then my last goal for the podcast is to start bringing in at least 10,000 dollars in sponsorship for the podcast and saying that out loud feels really scary and really exciting at the same time. So I've had two sponsors this year and I just hope that I continue the relationship with those two sponsors. Next year I can expand on that and bring in more sponsorships and more opportunities and it'll just be exciting for the podcast. And the way I can use the money that I get for the sponsorship is to hire more people to help me and to use it to help advertise the podcast. So those are the two main things that I'll be using is using the money from Patreon and from the sponsors to reinvest into the podcast to help it grow and reach 
more people and share more stories. So that's all I have. I'm kind of freaking out that I just told everybody what my goals are for 2020. But now I have some accountability for everyone who's listened to know what's to come and what's the goal for the next year. So I can't wait to see what 2020 brings and I am just thankful for everyone who's taken the time to listen. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Military. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing stories I have with women who have served in our military. Did you love the show? Don't forget to leave a review. Finally, if you are a woman who has served or is currently serving in the military, please email me at airmentomom at gmail.com so I can set you up to be on a future episode of Women of the Military. 